Yo. Here we go. Making magic happen. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's 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 a scenario? Oh, you went old school. Throwback for y'all. Yeah. I did old school. Yeah. Uh yo, welcome to my summer layer, I guess Space Station Oddity four, episode four, I guess. Are we up to four? Let's go with four. Uh my name is Sammy. Yes. What's up, Sammy? My name is Stephanie. The uh, no, we gotta redo that. We gotta redo that. I had a whole, I had a whole thing I was gonna do. I had a whole thing I was gonna do because that's my job. Okay, that's my job. You you want to do the introduction again? So we have to start over. Okay, we're gonna yeah. Yeah, let's do the introduction again. Let's start over. Start over. Yo, welcome to my summer layer. This is Space Station Oddity. I guess episode four. My name is Sammy. Mm-hmm. And I am the obsessive Lincoln Park extraordinaire fan, Stephanie Cole. I'm staring at a picture of my note as we speak. Oh, well, that was all right. That was a whole thing. I don't have anything like. Well, it's not just a picture of him. It's a picture of him and me taken at the LAX airport mm -hmm. two years ago. Oh yeah, so gay. And I still love this photo. Mm -hmm, all right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. I mean, I'm so special. You you are special, and not only that, but our topics today are special as well. Uh, we got a few things we're gonna like uh, talk about, uh, but let's start with. Um, you want to start with the TV show Clickbait, the mini series on Netflix? Sure. So this was because you watched it after I did. Yeah. So I I mentioned it as part of like a a, a set the VCR. And uh, it looked interesting at the time. Uh, so for anybody that doesn't know, this came out on August 25, uh, 2021. So it's not that long ago, maybe about a month or so. And basically what happens is it's a, uh, a classic American family. And um, the, the dad is a physiotherapist and he gets kidnapped and he appears in his viral video. And he's holding up these like signs like the Bob Dylan uh, subterranean blues video and he says uh one of the signs says i abuse women and if the if the video gets to five million hits or views uh i will be killed and so now everyone starts to falling apart because it's like does he abuse women is he cheating on his wife what's the truth and what's a lie and like uh the kids he has two kids and they don't know anything the wife doesn't know anything uh so the police are investigating it and so everything starts to kind of like fall apart and start to unravel. So what was an ideal uh, family turns out to be like there's a bit of a foundation of lies as uh, the best way to put it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you stayed up and you like you you did the thing where like you did the Netflix thing. We need a word for that. Where like you kind of kept rolling into like sunrise. Basically, you watched it all night. It's like an ultra binge. It's mm -hmm. like an ultra binge. I guess I'm like something like that. Yeah, I mean, I just... I turned it on because I was curious, same as you. I'm like, it seemed interesting enough, and I wasn't binging anything at the time. And so I'm like, oh, for now, I got nothing else to watch. And then it rolled into the next episode and the next episode. And it's not a lot of episodes. It's like, what, five? Eight, oh, eight episodes. Eight. Oh, no, no, no. no. I, I, I sat through eight episodes. I, I wanted to feel better about myself thinking it was originally thinking it was five. No, 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 no. It was eight. Mm -hmm. I sat through all eight episodes and I go to bed till like two in the morning. Um, I wanted to know what happened. And, you know, I was just like, I was so, 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 so hooked because Don, who plays uh, the, the main-ish protagonist, the mm -hmm. sister of the guy, Adrian Grenier. Um, and also Betty, Ga Betty Gabriel, who plays uh, Sophie Brewer, the, um, the wife. 
Oh my god. No, 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 not the not the yes, 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 the wife, the wife, the wife. Sorry, I was she's the wife thinking of her for half a second of his yeah, she is. No, she is. And then for like, but for like half a second, I almost said like, no, she's the detective. But she was the detective in um, Finding Jacob, uh, that one with um, uh, Chris Evans and oh, yes. okay. yeah, yeah. Michelle Dockery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She did one of the Purge she movies too. I really like her. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yes. Forever Purge. So, I, think um, I can't remember. But I, yeah, one of the Purge ones. She's I been around. Don't remember. Yeah, and so I just ended up binging. Uh, just I, I couldn't stop. Oh, she was also, by the way, she was also in um, the very first thing that I remember seeing her in. She was in Get Out. She was one of she was one of the town's folks. She like the only the like the she was the maid or something. You know the oh, town. Yeah. You remember Get Out? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's right. Yeah. She was, and she was the one who was like, she was the one who cracked mm-hmm. for a minute. Right. Um, she's so got a weird I her. like. I loved her. It's like she's memorable. got a weird face in that like she can play older or she can play younger. Like in Get Out, which was a little bit older, it seemed, mm-hmm. and then in like Clickbait, she seemed yeah. like a younger, hipper wife with the kids and everything. You know what I mean? Like she's one of those yeah. actresses mm-hmm. where she. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you can't quite tell. Like, are you twenty or forty or what's happening here? Yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, I ended up been I ended up watching the entire thing in one sitting, just the entire thing. I needed to know where it was going to go. I needed to know it was going to go because it was, you know, it's it's it. You quickly find out that it's not even a matter of you know what he did or how he did it or if he did it, um, but who's doing it to him mm-hmm. you know so it's like who's the real villain of the story you know that's what you don't know you know it's like who and you know is is he the villain does he deserve what's happening to him is the villain the person who's doing it to him you know it's like who's the bad guy here so um and we lived through some of this right following the boston the following the boston bombing people were all on reddit and like looking through like camera footage and cell phone footage and stuff and trying to figure out who the mm-hmm. the bombers were and you could see how like mm-hmm. certain biases and things like that from untrained professionals were like kind of getting in the way mm-hmm. they're like that brown guy looks suspicious mm-hmm. and i'm like he could have just been there waiting for a friend or a wife or somebody was running like it, and it turned out like a lot of everybody was wrong yep. on a lot of the guesses they had mm-hmm. oh yeah the most of them were wrong i'm like it's an amateur hour i'm like you know how it is it's mm-hmm. like they're just going to, they're going to insert their own biases into it anyways. So, um, uh, but, uh, oh, what was I about to say? What was I about to say in regards to it? Um, you were talking about that. I was like, I literally had a moment. I was had a thought and I lost it. Um, but anyways, I, you know, it's, it's, it's the kind of, I don't see this as often anymore, but it, you know, there's, it was a really good whodunit sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what what it means in the era, like I said, who really is the bad guy? You know, it's like um, I had pulled it up, you know, earlier, you know, just to kind of because I'd watched it a few weeks ago. So I wanted to refresh myself because, you know, ADHD brain is garbage. I never remember anything. <laughs> so I wanted to refresh myself on some of the stuff that happened myself certain things and one of the things that popped up is like a side list was um the haunting of hill house randomly pops up as like a side thing on imdb and i remember looking at that and thinking it's kind of the same thing you know because the, i don't know if you watched that last year or not but actually both of them it was the the, the haunting of blythe banner and then the haunting of hill house or or maybe it wasn't the haunting of blythe manor but anyways they're like similar from they're from the same story they're from the same series but anyways mm-hmm. Um, you, it's like, you get these haunted houses and all these bad things are happening, but at the end you're like, okay, but who really is like, you know, in those sorts of situations and scary movies and stuff, obviously the villain, the antagonist is, you know, the, the ghost that's doing the haunting or the psycho killer or any of that kind of stuff, you know, but in these sorts of things, you know, in these, I remember watching and going, okay, but who really is the antagonist? Who's really, who's supposed to be the antagonist and, you know, are or the go or the ghosts that are doing the haunting are they really the antagonists or are they misunderstood or whatever it is you know and 
you know, waiting to get to the end to find out what it really is all about, where it's just like, it's, it's layered on top of each other. Like there really is no protagonist or antagonist at the end of it. And, you know, it's like, and just sitting around finding out, trying to get those answers, you don't see enough of that anymore. And that was was definitely something like that. I don't know. I don't know how much I want to say, because I don't know if I'm like, I was like, are we talking to people who are seen it and we're going to spoil them or, you know, yeah, so, it's a hard um, thing because it's really like, know what else to say. yeah, it, um, the other thing, to, too, that you don't see too often is uh, Zoe Kazan's haircut. <laughs> did, did you like that? I found that really distracting. I couldn't figure out if that was a wig or real hair. No, I, th- I, I no, I think it's I think it is a wig. Um, That was a wig. That was absolutely a wig. All right. I mean, we had a conversation about it. That's a wig. <laughs> <laughs> And so the other thing, too, I mean, some of it, like it might not all have been, but like, cause like some of, there are some shots where it doesn't look like the wig and some where it does. Mm-hmm. Um, it so was really distracting be, here. Uh, I think it was supposed to be, you know, she's, it's, you know, she was rebelling and you know how it is. I'm like, you fry your hair. And it's, I mean, I knew girls in high school who fried their hair so badly and it looked bad enough to be a bad wig. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> but you know, she's just edgy and edgy means fried blonde hair. <laughs> All right, that should be a T-shirt. So then, explain something to me. Like, I I want to circle back to what I was saying about the like what we saw with like Reddit and how like all these like social like commentaries happen. So when these kind of events happen, where like you know a mom will kill like her her daughter or something like this, and it ends up an Inside Edition and all these kind of things. Uh, Monica Lewinsky is another one, right? Where everyone has this like strong opinion on something, on like the position or whatever she did or she didn't do. Um, like, so, cause this is related to clickbait, right? We're like, okay, let's, let's go with mm-hmm. Monica Lewinsky for a obvious example, right? Like, so if you choose to believe that Monica Lewinsky is a whore, right? And you, you post it online and you, if you had her number, you could like text her and you'd call her a whore and like shame on her. And like, are, are those people like under the impression, like that they're doing something good or they're standing up for family values? Or like, I just can't wrap my head around that. Like, you know what I mean? It's people, people want to vent, people want to yell when they're mad at something, they want to yell and they've got, and the problem is, is like, they, you know, it's like, you, you, you know, it's like, I, if, if I think that and I thought badly of her, it's not like I can turn around and yell at you and chastise you, you're not Monica, you didn't do it, mm-hmm. you know, so it's a combination of, you know, it's like, you want to, you just feel like you just have this overwhelming need to like reprimand somebody, you know, it's like, you feel, you, you feel, you feel superior because you would never do that reprimand them for being a bad person and you but it but it's this it's it's it you couple that with the fact that you're in your mind you're anonymous you know you no one's they're not they're not even if even if you do have you know her you know her phone number or her or you can met or this if twitter was around back then and you could harass her on twitter it's like you really don't, you really aren't, you really aren't subjecting yourself to any consequences of what will happen if you were to say that to their face, you know? Um, Cause you just, it's like a, so many people, so many people online do just the craziest stuff. And, um, cause we saw that in clickbait, don't, right? Don't as, as the secrets kind of came out. Yeah. Right. Where people were like, yeah. you know, uh, she like one of the characters was like, she's a whore. And I'm like, I don't really know what you just accomplished here. Because, you know, it just makes them feel better. It makes them feel superior. It's the whole it's the bully. It's the bully syndrome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, but you know, where they always say that, like, bullies actually are jealous or feel inferior and it makes them feel superior. If they can be superior over someone, they want to take it. Because they're bullied themselves or whatever it is, you know, it's just mean begets mean. That's really all it is in the end. Um, you know, I was, you know, I was. It reminds me of this, you know. But it's like, but but also when it comes to this kind of stuff, you know, when you're when you're yelling at somebody you don't know and you don't know the circumstances, and at the end of the day, Monica Lewinsky, 100% across the board, is not a whore. Monica Lewinsky was taken. Monica Lewinsky was taken advantage of at the age of 22 by the president of the United States. So, you know, she's the literal opposite of that. You know, it's like, that's not anything that we pin on her. But the thing is, if people want to feel superior, they want to blame her because they don't want to blame him. Mm-hmm. You know, especially 
pre-MeToo movement when there was a lot less discussion about the, the use, continue using her as an example, you know, the power that men have that women think that they can't say anything or can't do anything because of the repercussions on them. You know, it's like you want to feel superior because one is a dude, it's a white dude, and it's the president of the United States, like he can't be doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's just boys being boys, but you want to blame somebody, so you're gonna blame her. And if it and be it makes you feel better by yelling at her because her, but you you don't know her and she's not in front of you to do it, so you go or you you but it's the sense of feeling like you're yelling into the void you spoke your piece and you don't have to worry about what they think of you because they're never going to see it or even if they do you're just a blip on the radar so um so there's no real consequences for you you know and it's like in this it's like in clickbait you know i was thinking about this the whole time because they kept because i think it was i don't know if it was the police somebody said somebody had said early on their you know to the family are you watching it and they're like, yeah, and, they, and maybe it was even a sister who was like, you realize every time you watch it, you're adding to the number. Mm-hmm. And again, and the magic number was 5 million stopped. views. And, you know, and, that was, and he dies. Yeah, and that's the thing is, exactly, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, people don't say real world consequences to social media. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, it's like, it, it's like, I want to see this video. It has nothing to do with the fact that if I watch this video, I am now one of that 5 million. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't tell I'm just one person, you know, I'm not really making a difference. Like, no, you were now one, you're one, you're one view. There was this, um, I've tried for, I tried for so long to find this commercial and I can't, but there was a commercial I saw, I think it was like back in the eighties and it was on MTV. It was during an election year, probably the, I don't remember which one it was. I was, I was a kid, I was a little kid, but I remember, and it really stuck with me. It was just, it was a black void and there was one person standing in the middle of the screen and he said, I'm just one person. What difference can I make? And then somebody else walks onto this person. What difference? What difference can I make? And then another person, another person, until the screen is like a sea of people all saying, "I'm just one person. What difference can I make?" Mm-hmm. It only takes one to add to one to add to one, and that people don't think about those consequences. They don't, you know, they look at somebody who's being bullied online and they made one comment, but they only made one comment, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's like they think that their one com their one comment is inconsequential. I'm like, no, but you are you added to it. You added to it, which means that somebody, you know, it's like, it, you know, if you didn't add to it and the next person did, the next person didn't, eventually it wasn't added to, you know, but you did add to it no matter what. And we and saw that in clickbait too, where a like, narrative starts to form. The fact that every time they want yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm. but I, um, that was the only thing that I found completely not believable was how long it took him to get to 5 million. Yeah. Well, that I was, was like, it was all over the news. I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, that would have, that would have, they would have gotten to 5 million in about two hours. Right. Well, and that was, that's the other thing too with kind of like the little slight dig, um, especially in the first couple episodes of Clickbait, was the idea that like, you know, if you watch this video and it gets to 5 million views, this guy will die. But it it's also like the internet, because it tracks everything that you do, it's eliminated the guilty pleasure, right? Before in the 80s mm-hmm. and the 90s, yeah. you could watch like certain TV shows or certain movies or whatever uh, as kind of guilty pleasures. And yeah, obviously like there was like, if you went to the box office, you paid money and whatever. Like I get it. There was little ways to track you. But for the most part, if you didn't tell anybody, there was really no one to know like, you weren't feeding the algorithm, right? So you were kind of off the grid in terms yeah. of what you could or could not enjoy. You liked certain music, maybe you left it on the radio. Radio doesn't know what you're listening to, right? So if you sing along to like Backstreet Boys or mm-hmm. Sync, the radio doesn't judge you, right? And the radio doesn't have any way to know what you yeah. what you enjoyed. And so, but with clickbait, it's kind of like, it's kind of gone full circle in terms of like, there is no more guilty pleasure now. Everything is just, either like I guess pleasure or just kind of like just where we're just blindly following the herd well actually you could almost like it as like you know what guilty pleasure now literally is guilty pleasure you are guilty and everyone knows it oh there you go that kind of guilt it's a different kind of guilt now you know it's like before it was just internal guilty pleasure it was your own personal guilt now it's like oh you're guilty everybody knows everybody knows your search history um and it's uh it's funny actually like 
Like my, my roommate is convinced that the computers are listening. You know, I have an Alexa here and he's convinced that it's listening because he will say something. He says something. And then all of a sudden he'll see something about it pop up on a news feed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just happened today in regards to comment where he and I are binging uh, Star Trek uh, Explorer. Cause I, I never saw it. Mm-hmm. And um, there were, happened in one particular episode that all all of a sudden a meme like it was like a few days ago and then a meme popped up on his instagram today that was literally what i was talking about literal meme to what i was talking about and he he's like laughing his ass off in the living room he comes into my office and he's like look at this and he's just talking about this two days ago they're listening and i'm like and part of me sometimes is like okay this happens a little too often i'm like i can click on stuff it's clickbait, you know, like, but is Alexa really listening when she says she's not, you know, is Siri really listening to me? Because it seems a little too on the nose yeah. sometimes. There's no such like, there is no more, there's no more hiding. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's, 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 it, 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 the one thing that I think that clickbait didn't touch on that would have been something really good to touch on even if it was just a little bit they didn't touch on what happened after the guy turned up dead what to every single person who watched it before that happened you know before it hit five million mm-hmm. watched it on the original website and it wasn't a, it wasn't on youtube it was on some like it was like a russian redirect or something yeah, like yeah. that like somebody used a vpn to redirect it from a russian site so, it could so be they couldn't down. get it taken down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, if I had been one of the people who watched it and I had watched it in the sense of like, oh my God, I want to see this video. I want to see what they're talking about. And I watch it and I contribute to the numbers. And then I find out the guy turns up dead. I know that I contributed to that number. And what is, what does that say about the, the social justifications, you know, the, not justifications, um, the social uh, ramifications, the social ramifications of now, you know, this guy's dead because of you. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not ephemeral anymore. It's like you, you're responsible for this. Yeah, and that's why I was... How do you justify that? That's why I was bringing up the Monica Lewinsky example, right? Because we could at least talk about that and necessarily, not necessarily talk about everything that's in clickbait. But it's like, you're yeah, not, you're not standing up for like, like, you're not a good person, I guess, basically, is the way to look at it, right? Which is what you were saying before. Like, who are the good people in this? And mm-hmm. who are the, the nasty people in this? And I'm like, yeah, the same thing if you contributed mm-hmm. to this. But it, it's a weird thing because it's like, you don't necessarily know what it is that you're always going to be clicking on, right? Sometimes these things can be memes. Sometimes yeah. it can be like a, a punked video where it's like it's some sort of like a, a closed camera circuit thing, whatever, where they're just like doing a trick. Like you don't fully know how what it is that you've watched. You don't know what's real or not. That, that's still so- sometimes an issue with the Internet. And like uh, like FBI is continually investigating those um, the Nigerian prince left you million dollars scams, right? Like people still fall for that. I'm like, who who's signing up for that? But the that's sometimes I think too what makes it difficult is like because nothing ever seems like it's totally real on the internet, that like I think you do just get to walk away without any consequences because it like you're on to the next video. Look at this cat playing like keyboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just, you know, it's just it's just you know, it's just scrolling at the end of the day, it's just scrolling It counts, but it's scrolling, you know, it's like I, you know, working in social media myself work, especially on paid advertising on videos, you know, we start tracking how much of the video is seen from the first three seconds. Do you make it past the first three seconds? Do you make it past the first five, first 15? Do you make it to a, do you make it to a minute? You know, it's like, and all of that stuff matters, you know, because that tells you, from the get-go, like how much of your how much of your video works from the minute somebody sees it, you know, is it working at all? And it just goes from there. So it's like I'm like I know, you know, it's like I I put that video up, I put a video up, I pay to boost it, I know how much of it you saw, mm-hmm. I know how important it is. And you might think that you pause for 15 seconds to watch something, but I know you pause. I may not know you specifically Sammy paused to watch that 15 seconds, but you're counted. You were counted. You were one of the people that watched it. You were counted towards that number. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, you're, you're not, you're not separated from it anymore. Um, like you said, it's, it's not like I can, you know, um, a good example is, uh, the original, the original trending video, spirit of Christmas, South park before South park was South park. Mm -hmm. They had made the spirit of Christmas and it was on a VHS. That was like back in the days of VHS. And that, and so literally, I mean, it was a trending video, but it got passed around, so, I mean, and that's, and, you know, there's a term for that in social media. It's called dark social, you know, like what happens outside of social media that can't be tracked, you know? So, um, you know, so like if somebody actually downloaded a video and put it on a hard drive and handed it to another friend, you could call that dark social. Like I can't, you know, we have to take those numbers into account, you know, that kind of stuff using mm-hmm. as an example, but that video, you know, you, someone could, you know, someone, you know, a friend could have it and he passes it to me and I pass it to somebody else. And that entire line of people, none of us are counted for. None of us are, none of us were Mm -hmm. because we watched it in a sandbox on a VHS tape in a VCR, not connected to an internet on an old school team. I was like that we we were sandboxed back back then, you know, and that no longer applies Mm -hmm. anything you do online. It matters. Even if you think that you're just scrolling through Instagram, you're just scrolling through TikTok, you're just scrolling through Facebook, you're just scrolling through YouTube. I was like, you're not just scrolling. There is somebody on the other end of that that is tracking you and how you are connected to it. But doesn't this mean that your information is personally coming up? That if you know you, you see an ad on Facebook, we've got all your information. We really don't have all your information. Um, but it's, it's, it's a little unnerving to think of that. And that's why I'm like, that's part of the reason I actually really liked the movie. Cause I'm like, especially looking at it from my point of view, I'm on the other side of that. I'm on the tracking side of it. You know, every single day I'm on the tracking side of it. I'm looking at those sorts of numbers. And, and so one of you just watching these numbers pick up and knowing what that, that means mm-hmm. in regards to how, why that matters. And, and, and I thought, and I remember thinking when I was watching it, you know, aside from the storyline, I remember thinking as like, this is basically the the kind of void, the vague version of me how well this is like let's take that concept of um when is it considered that matters to um? Could you, you say know, that again? So Sorry, you were breaking up. It, it, say that again. Get a video trending. Oh, that's okay. Um, no, I, what I said was, was like, if we are, you know, if, you know, it's if we're trying to get a video to trend, or you know, a company's trying to get a video to trend, they want it to trend, and and you know. Like, so there's consequences for that. You know, it's somebody's job could be a consequence of that. It's like, you need to be doing well in this job, you know, like as the social media director and like this whole campaign you rolled out needs to do well. So the numbers matter, mm-hmm. but this is literally taking that concept of, you know, the, these numbers that matter and what it means, like going down that chain on the other end of it, like the business side of it, like what I do, but it's taking it and making it extremely literal, the literal consequence of it going, okay, this person's going to die if you watch it. And there is that morbid fascination, that morbid curiosity that people have of, oh my God, will it actually happen? And they're so detached from it because they don't know this person. They don't know who he is. They don't know what it means. Um, you know, and they really don't but, know. Well, if it's not only that, but and, there's also because know. he was holding up signs that says "I abuse women" and another sign that says "I killed a woman." Uh-huh. So you also have that one group of mm-hmm. people who uh, who have either been mistreated by men or whatever it may be, and have that kind of agenda. And so they're like they're root, they're actively rooting for him to get killed, right? As like a, a kind of like a, yeah. a, a victory, basically for whatever whatever incidences they've had in their life or whatever hurt they've had in their life. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so it's like they they can't necessarily always like deal with their situations. But like you said before, it can, they can kind of project it onto him and all the hurt and all the pain and all the negative mm-hmm. experiences and vent it out through that way. Mm-hmm. So you do have like, 
the the group one group of people who are like, is this really gonna happen? And there's another group that are like, I hope it happens. He deserves it. He's earned it. Which is also weird too, because you know, like you you the first time you ever meet this person is through this video, and they hold, he's holding up a sign that says, "I abuse women." Like, and that's all you have to go on. You don't know anything else about them, or you don't know which women or how many women. There's nothing else to like give you a sense of mm -hmm. who he is. So just to be able to sum up and be able to like willingly destroy a person's life based on like one sign like that, that's really cold mm -hmm. and calculating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. Um, and it's, it's like you said, it's like you don't know what the you don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is like what is what is and this is not excusing abuse obviously there no, no, is for no sure. yeah, yeah. for abuse and abuse is a very broad term and it should be mm -hmm. um but what one person might consider abuse somebody else may not and not in the sense of like the person who doesn't think it's abuse is an evil bad person but it's like you know they just their their reaction to certain things like you know, what does that mean? It's like, when you say he abused, what, what are you talking about? Does he beat women? Does he, is he mean to them? Is mm -hmm. he, you know, is he distant and cold and you're taking it as emotional abuse when he might just be, you know, somewhat of a sociopath. He just mm -hmm. doesn't express emotion very well. You know, it's like, there's all kinds of little nuances that can play into things that you don't know. Like you don't, you don't, you know, none of it. All you know is he abuses women. You don't know who wrote it. You don't know why they wrote it. Yeah. You don't know what they're talking about. And so you get to the, you know, and, and it wasn't, and it, and it was, and it's unbelievably vague. And it wasn't until the next sign went up, you know, when he put the other video up that said, I killed a woman, you know, then it's, then it's different. You're like, oh, okay, well this person murdered somebody, you know, and you just, but you believe it outright, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so, you know, it's like, and that honestly is the court of public opinion. You know, they're going to believe it. They're going to believe it before. And, you know, in, in, Here's the thing. Of those two signs, the court of public opinion, when he says I abuse women, should always come down on the side of the victim. Because, you know, again, you don't know um, as much as as much as people want to expound that, you know, women, women are just you women will report abuse for attention. They'll report it for the fame. They'll report it because they want to get back at somebody. That's so, I mean, we're talking like 0.0001% rarity because that usually what you think they're trying to accomplish, the opposite is usually what happens. Um, but isn't he also the victim then, in this but, too? And, but on the other side, well, well he was in a video. But, where second, he was... but the second, but the second sign, but the second sign is when it's, it's like, okay, that's different. That's when you're like, okay, but, but, but where's the body? Like, where's the weapon? Where's mm -hmm. the, it's like, like, you know, it's like the first one. It's like, yeah, I'm, if, 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 if he's abused a woman, I am going to side with the woman just across the board. I'm just going to do that until, until, until I am literally proven otherwise. Like the other signs are much more literal than the first one is. It's like, if she says she's abused, I'm going to believe her. If, you know, someone said she killed a woman, go, okay, now you need to prove that. You need to prove that hard. You need to prove to me that he killed a woman woman how did he kill her it's different you know that's why you know as far as being convicted for crimes and like being convicted for murder like what the requirements are to for a jury to convict somebody are so much bigger than what they are for most anything else um and that's why we have due so, process but which... at the same time but you're right exactly mm -hmm. exactly uh, but I was, you know, I'm, you're, you're, con you're asking if he's a victim. I'm like, yeah, I'm not saying that he's not, Yeah. And, but he's a victim of what is happening to him in that particular circumstance. If he's abused women, I'm like, yeah, he, you know, if he's abused women enough that there needs to be, you know, he, there needs to be some form of a punishment for it, whatever it is, that's fine. But what's happening here, that's vigilante justice. That's not up for them to decide. Correct. You know, you, the, if, if he did, you know, and also like if he did kill somebody, it's also not up for you to, you're not judge, jury and executioner, mm -hmm. you know, um, that's why we have laws and putting it basically in exactly. And then turning around and putting it in the hands of the public. That's that, that is such an unbelievable coward's way out because that's you saying, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. They're doing it. If it hits five mil, it's like, 
and you could go, Hey, there's, you know, just because I post it doesn't mean it's going to go viral. Of course it's going to go viral, Of course, it you is. know? Yeah. Um, so you can be like, you know, the, lots of things don't go, most things don't go viral. So if it goes viral and it hits the number, I have to do what it says. It's not, you know, it's like you basically just like washed your hands of the guilt of it. You can now separate yourself from that. And it's no, and it's not, you're no longer in your own head. You can no longer feel responsible. It's the same thing I was talking about earlier with people who are like, well, I'm only one of 5 million. Mm -hmm. So, or if you watched it five times, I'm only five of 5 million and people will use that to logic their way out of guilt over what happened. They're like, you know, I'm, I'm only a few, like it was only a few, like I didn't, you know, I didn't really make that big of a difference. It's mm -hmm. like, no, but you made a difference because you know what? You're part of the 5 million. Yeah. You watched it. I only called Monica Lewinsky a whore once. It, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I just, I, I don't, it's, 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 you know, it's actually, it's, you know, when I made the comment earlier about it being this movie being like the literal translation of what it means to be you, you clicking on something is counted for mm -hmm. in no matter what you click on, where it's counted towards something somewhere. Um, it made and, and this was the literal real world consequence. It's funny because I, I there's a show. I don't know if you've heard. Of, have you heard of the Circle? Yeah, yeah, Netflix. Okay, it's another yeah. Netflix show. I've never I watched it, it but I fun. know it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. But the but one of the things that so basically you know for anybody who hasn't watched it, it's basically they turns it's social media meets big brother, but kind of not. So it's a bunch of people are in an apartment building, but they're all in individual apartments. And there's this social networking platform between the apartments. It's called the circle and you create a platform on it and you can either go, you can either play the game as yourself. Or you can play the game as a catfish. You can pretend to be someone else. Mm -hmm. Well, they did something this season where somebody who'd come in um, as themselves um, oh, and if some, the, there are some times where if, even if you get eliminated, you can, you know, you can come back, like they might allow you to come back as a catfish doesn't ha like happen to me once a season, you know, you can pretend to now be somebody else. And so you're still in the game and no one knows that because no one, there's no way to verify who anybody is. Mm -hmm. Well, they did this thing this season where so this woman came in, this, this older woman, she's in her fifties. You know, she came in as herself and um, like the first day, these other two girls, these sisters who were actually kind of half catfishing because they were both pretending to be one of the sisters, like together they were, mm -hmm. you know, so they got eliminated. They were the first ones to get eliminated. And then the circle's like, no, we're going to give you a second chance, but you have to choose, you have to go in as a clone of somebody who's already in the circle and you get to choose who that is. And so they chose to go in as a clone of this woman and they had 24 hours to become as popular as possible within the circle because at the end, the circle was going to vote which of the two, the woman's name is Michelle, uh, which of the two Michelles was the real Michelle because they didn't know. There's no way to know because they literally duplicated everything and then the girls pretended like they were the Michelle that had been there all along. That was the whole thing. And so it was a day of the real Michelle trying to prove that she is who she says she is against these two girls who are trying to prove that they are her. Oh. And in it, yeah. And nobody know, nobody knew who was the real Michelle. And the, the craziest part is they get to the end of it and they vote and every voted, which one to block, which one they think is the fake Michelle and which one they want to get rid of every single person across the board blocked the real Michelle. Mm -hmm. She couldn't prove that she was who she said she was. And I'm like, and here's like, and I'm like, these are real world consequences. You know, when you look at it in the terms of like you, this, you know, you, we live in a world where it's like, I am who I say I am, you know? And people are like, no, it's like, you know, some famous person's like, no, it's your PR team who's doing this for you. Like, no, but it's really me. And there's no way to really verify it on the other end. And you spent, and I, you know, I've seen it. Like I've worked on celebrities. I've worked on people's social media accounts and it's, and you know, and it's trying to find that balance of being able to, and while at least still having some modicum of privacy, but at the same time, you know, having to back your own, back yourself up and prove that you are what you say you are. You prove, you know, trying to get that, you know, 
like not letting other people dictate who you are because that's really what's going on you know not dictate your life mm-hmm. in clickbait they literally the, the, the court of public opinion literally dictated his life but- you know it's not a situation where OJ had a trial and actual jurors. If they right. didn't, he would have been convicted before the trial began. But you know, is, but, but this with, time it's like no, there's real world consequences. But with clickbait, what was interesting was yeah. So the dude is holding up a sign that says "I abuse women," and the next sign says "I killed a woman." And so obviously, yeah, yeah. The, the court of public opinion, who doesn't know who this guy is at all, but like I said, like we said before, we've mm-hmm. established abused women, killed a woman, that's already, like, majority of people are like, yeah, he's guilty, kill him, whatever happens to him happens. But what was interesting also in clickbait yeah. was then the tension that existed within his family because Pia, the sister, uh, Zoe Kazan, she was like, no, man, I know my brother, I know my brother, he's not like this, he doesn't abuse women, he doesn't hurt women, like, something's wrong. Whereas the wife was kind yeah. of, like, torn, like, maybe she doesn't know this man after all, maybe, like, he still does have secrets. And we've seen that, like, you know... Uh, where like some like a serial killer is married mm-hmm. to a wife or something, goes out does some killing and he comes home is like had a hard day at the office or something, right? Like it's possible yeah. to be married to somebody and still not quite know them, and so it for the, within yeah. the family as they see those signs and as they deal with it, it's not just a court of public opinion. They have they know who Nick is. The that's the main character. They know who he is, and so they're trying to grapple and figure out. Is this true? Is this not true? Or like, was I lied to? Because you don't want also that feeling of being like lied to, and like you know, we've seen this like with serial killer documentaries where it turned out like, by the way, your coworker is like the son of Sam. Have a good day. I'm like, what? Like you feel like an idiot. Yeah. So at the end, it's like it's like okay, so you you you. It's like that's almost like the real world version of what we're talking about, how it's, you know, you really don't know. Mm-hmm. You really don't know the person sitting next to you, you know, unless the person sitting next to you happens to be your spouse. But even then, there you are really secrets. don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's just it's just, the you know, it's like but it, and then at the end, it's, you know, it's like these people who get arrested and convicted of a crime they didn't commit. You know, um, the, the woman on the circle, it's like, you know, a crime she didn't commit. You know, she's not catfishing. She's trying to prove she is who she is. These people get arrested for crimes they didn't commit. They have to prove. They're like, but I didn't do it. I wasn't there. I wasn't even in the same city. You know, it's like, and they get convicted anyways. And people and people end up on death row that never committed a crime. People mm-hmm. are in jail for 40 years for a crime they never committed. You know, and it's like, it's just the... Um, you know, but it, but at the same time, it's like, we're so subjected to, like you said, I was like, you don't know who's sitting next to you. You don't know that this person who's so mild mannered and normal, like, yeah, there are serial killers out there who have whole families, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't know. It's, it's, it's like that website, Ashley Madison, the whole point of it was so that people could cheat on their significant others. And it's, you know, and it's, you know, this whole world that they could build for themselves and you don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's the point of it. And so, mm-hmm. and at the end or, for, or at the end, you're being accused of something that you didn't do. It's like, how do you, how do you disprove any of that? How do you, how do you prove that you didn't do something or did do something, especially when, you know, like you said, it's like there's secrets and you know, there's secrets and there's been secrets in the past. And it's like, I don't care what anybody says. If you kept a secret big enough from somebody, I don't care how long you are with somebody after that, there will always be on some level, something that you can do that will immediately make them think you did like, like you're something that you could do that gives the impression that you might be doing something else where you're going to believe that they're doing something else. Once you've lost trust, it's hard to regain it back, right? Like if you're in a married couple. I don't, but that's just it. Like if you're. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't think you can. But people who do like, this is a tangent, but like, I'm assuming, I don't know anybody, but I'm assuming that people like who are in a married couple or marriage situation and they've had one person who strayed from the marriage and they had an affair and they cheated. Mm -hmm. There are still people who have somehow managed to stay together. I don't know how they do it, right? And I don't know how you like can trust that person. Like, because then like a year or two years after, like, yo, I got to work late at the office. Like, really? 
there's a couple within my you know family mm-hmm. like my overarching family trying to be as vague as possible so you know i don't you know drop names of anybody on on, on this but who i think it was within like you know, like 20 years into the marriage, the guy cheated and was caught and he even was kicked out. And they, I think that's, you know, I think that's how far into the marriage it was. Um, And then they ended up working it out and he moved back and they've now been together over 50 years. So it was over 30 years. So it's just more, like more time has passed than how long they were married when Mm -hmm. this happened. Um, But I, I have seen there are little things and maybe, you know, at their age now, you know, it's not necessarily mean that, you know, he can do something that would make her work. You know, I don't the think office. there really is anything anymore that, yeah. Like obviously that or anything really, I'm like, I'm like, not, you know, not at that point where you, where she's going to think that he's cheating, but there, but there's still things to this that I have seen even to this day where, I know that her issue with something, her trust issue with something really is originally connected to that big lie. Mm-hmm. So, and as, like I said, they've been together longer now past than how long they were married when this happened. And then even to this day, things can happen and, you know, and vice versa, because you know how, you know, you know, like people who cheat tend to also stop trusting their own partner because they, they'll start think like they'll see things, their partner will do something that's completely innocuous, but it's something that they did. That was something they were doing when they were cheating to kind of get away with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they're going to, they, they stop trusting their partner because they're like, I was doing that same thing to get away with cheating. And I see you doing this thing and it could have nothing to do with anything, you know, something like, um, something as simple as saying, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go out and grab some drinks with some friends. And then you end up, you know, you guys, go to dinner and maybe say like, Oh, you know, we went to dinner. Maybe it's like a bunch of, you say, Oh, we went to dinner afterwards, but really maybe only two, you and another girlfriend or you and another friend went to get dinner. And, you know, he did, he used to maybe do the thing where it was like, Oh, we're all going to go get drinks. And then he would be like, Oh yeah, we just went to grab dinner. And it was really just him and her who were grabbing dinner, but he was trying to play it off. Like it was a coworker thing, you know, like, like, like that sort of thing. And it really was just, you know, her, going to get something to, i'm making this up this is not a scenario that i know of but her really going out for drinks with some friends and the two of them deciding to go get dinner and he's like oh yeah because that was the thing that he did it's completely innocuous she went to get dinner with a friend afterwards you know mm-hmm. but now she's got to prove herself because he literally used the guise of going out to get drinks with friends as a way to be able to turn that into going out to get dinner with her you know, it's that sort of thing, but it's like, it lasts forever, you know? So it's like, you know, and you look at this and, and that's why I'm like, you look at this thing in clickbait where, you know, there were some trust issues in the past with the husband and the wife, just enough mm-hmm. for her to see those videos and question, did he do this? Did, right. could he possibly do this? He never showed any signs ever of being on the level of the type of person who would kill somebody. And she still was like, but because of all the other things that had broken the trust barrier between them, she had to pause. She paused to wonder if this is something that maybe he actually did, regardless of whether or not he gets killed. You know, like Mm -hmm. I'm not not saying she wanted that or not, but that pause is still going to happen. It's still going to happen. You know, and it's just like, that's just the nagging doubt that goes into your head in the end. So, you know, you got to ask yourself, um, like you see stuff like that and you're like, okay, well, how much can I actually trust what I see and how much of it am I just projecting? Trust is so fragile, right? Because it gets broken so quickly. It takes a long time to build Mm -hmm. up, but it can be destroyed in just like a couple of like, like lines or a couple of like a quick couple of moments. It's quick. It's crazy how fast mm-hmm. trust goes. And we're seeing that now, right? With like just taking the vaccines as a larger example. We're like, look, if you don't trust the American government, then that's fine. Like a lot of people don't have a lot of faith or confidence in American government. That's fine. But you should have some sort of trust or some sort of confidence in like doctors and science and the medicine and the people who are doing all that kind of stuff, CDC, these kind of things. 
But once you don't have the trust yeah. in both government and like science and medicine and doctors and stuff, then that really does leave you at the mercy of Reddit or whatever it is in your sources. Like, you know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know what uh, the American government did to erode that trust. And I don't know what the medical community did or science or whatever it may be, CDC or whatever, however you want to phrase it, did to erode that trust. But for a group of people, it's clear, that trust is in those two institutions are clearly gone, right? And I don't necessarily yeah. know, like, how you get that back. Like, you can't just, you can't, you're obviously going to do mandates and things like that because that's the way you got to go. But mandates are not going to regain that trust. They're just going to enforce a bylaw. Yeah, no, um, I think that uh, um, that is only going to make it worse, too. It's like you don't trust the government. And, and it's like and you all, and everybody has all these conspiracy theories about, like, what the government's doing with these vaccines. And now it's like, oh, now they're going to mandate it. You know, so they really are trying to, put, you know, push um, microscopic tracking devices into all of us. And really got to ask yourself, what makes you think you're so special that the government gives a rat's ass about where you are at Mm -hmm. any given time? Um, But, you know, they start pushing this stuff. Although I can tell you, I can tell you exactly why they have, why so many people have so much distrust for the medical community. And it's because the medical community, like, like, like everything else in this country has been turned into capitalistic in nature. Yeah. You know, it's like, they're trying to make money off people. It's like, you know, people, off getting, sick people I mean, though. there are people who are coming out of COVID with, yeah. Like, yeah, you, they're trying to you have no value when you're healthy. People coming out of COVID with a million dollar, $2 million bill. And so that's why they don't trust them. It's like, you're just trying to make money off of us. That's it. Just making money off of people. That's all they're trying to do. And I and get so, that. And, and uh, I'm not saying that it's not legitimate. Yeah. Like, there is, like, there, like oh, yeah, no, no. Tr- trust is not just, like, arbitrary. Like, you know what I mean? You don't get married and then on the on your wedding day, then, like, decide to just start trusting your husband or your wife or whatever it may be, right? Like, th- like you said, there's little things along the way that kind of, like, chip away, chip away, chip away at it. So where it gets to the point where one, one of the days where he says, I got to work late today or I'm going out with the guys today. You're like, your spider sense starts to tingle, right? You're like, are you really going to work late today? Are you really going with the guys? Like, you, you get to that point, right? And that's, I think, with some people, a lot of Americans, uh, I guess, well, we're back to the vaccine thing. But, like, for them, we're, like, looking at the government and looking at the medical community. They're like, mm, like, after decade after decade after decade of lies and, like, uh, you know, capitalism and all these kind of things, they're like, mm, I don't know if I can really trust you on this one now. This is a little bit too far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I just, you know, I'm dealing with, I'm dealing with, uh, it, it's funny. Cause it's like, I keep thinking back on like, like what, like what we're talking about right now with this whole distrust thing. And I think about like all the ways like insurance companies, for example, screw people out here and how they're just, you know, um, how they're doing whatever they can to not have to pay for something that you're paying them to take care of for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know if they have anything like this up where you are. Um, like we have, we have our insurance providers, like renters insurance, homeowners insurance like that. Don't cover major natural disasters where you are. I mean, I, I think it's like, the, it's happening state by state. Like in California, insurances don't cover earthquakes. Mm-hmm. You can't, the, the earthquake insurance is not, is not, is not part of your homeowners or renters insurance policies here in New York. Flooding is not part of it. Because and flooding you happens can get all the it time. through the government, but it's very weird how you can get it. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's like the things that they don't cover is kind of crazy. Um, and so I don't know if they have anything like that in Canada where it's like, where you, there's certain things that you're in that insurance doesn't cover or whatever, or how any, I don't know how any of that stuff works there, but you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to me because I'm like, I was like, okay, I have renter's insurance for the purpose of if something happens within my apartment, it will be covered something that is outside of my control. You know, there is a fire. There mm-hmm. is what if somebody breaks in and steals stuff, whatever, you know, somebody gets hurt in the apartment, you know, like the, the, all kinds of reasons that, you know, all kinds of things that my renter's insurance covers. Um, you know, they don't cover flooding because they're like, it's, it's, it's a slow thing. Like flash floods are not a slow thing, yeah. but they don't want to cover it because they don't want to pay out. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I get part of it has to do with like, 
it would turn into a mass payout is what would happen, which could, but at the same time, I'm like, that's, I, that's like one of the top things I have no control, definitely have no control over earthquakes. And so it's like, you know, in these senses of, you know, people trying to make money off this stuff and why you lose trust in these things and why people don't want to trust you and why people, when they think about you, it just makes them angry. And it's because of things like this. It's like you, you were supposed to be there for me mm-hmm. and you took that away. You took that away from me, you know, you, and now it's like, it doesn't matter that I'm still with you. I still don't trust you. I don't trust that you're not going to take care of things the way I need you to take care of them. It's like, it's the same everywhere, you know, and it all loops back to, you know, like the signs he held up in clickbait, you know, it's like, you're just going to assume because there's so many things that people do and so many ways that people can try and lose your trust. I'm like, I don't know him from Adam. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was one of the, if I was just one of the general, people, I don't know this guy from Adam, there's no reason I have to believe one way or the other. So if I see this random person and he's holding up the sign, I'm just going to kind of believe it because I already don't trust people in general. Yeah. So, and that contributed to it in the end. And that was also like the to kind of uh, piggyback what you're saying, like uh, Zoe Kazan, she was pushing and pushing and pushing the police officer, uh, Amari, like to investigate and to do these things. Mm-hmm. And like if she hadn't pushed as hard as she did, he wouldn't have done some of the things he did like to resolve it. Like, again, it's the trust issue. Like, you know, one of the, the things in the first couple of episodes that they kept saying, both her, uh, Zoe and uh, the wife kept saying to the police officer was like, what are you doing? Are you finding my husband? Are you finding my brother? Like, what have you done now? You don't have any leads, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. that's again where like that trust is breaking down because it's like, you're the police officer. You're supposed, here's a crime. He obviously is like, he's bleeding in the video. He's only about sign. Something's wrong. Something's not right. But you guys are not moving fast enough to solve it or to do it, like to deal with it in, in an efficient manner, mm-hmm. right? So the trust is breaking yeah. down between the, the group of people, like you said, like a doctor is supposed to help you cure you or fix you or whatever. So if you come in with a broken leg, he's supposed to help you. He's not supposed to sit there and look at you and say like, what insurance do you have? I'm not sure if your insurance covers a broken leg or not, but if you had a broken arm, I could do it. You know what I mean? Like there's none of that back and forth. And that's what was happening with the police department mm-hmm. and uh, Zoe Kazan. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, they she doesn't trust them because they're not moving fast enough and they may not be moving fast enough because they don't they look at this guy and now no longer trust him think that he's a bad guy you know so it's like you know and it's just it's just a cycle it just like it all compounds on top of everything else i don't trust this person because they don't trust this because they don't trust this because they don't trust this and then because of this just like giant circle jerk of everything real consequences happen you know, or you could even say, if you even wanted to add to that, you can sit there and say that the people who are watching the video don't trust the sign. They don't trust that the guy will actually be killed, but they don't think there's any consequences to watching the video. Mm-hmm. And so they do because they don't trust that that will actually happen. They don't believe that that will actually happen. So they're going to watch it, you know, where it's at the end of the day, it's like, no, it's going to happen. And it does. So it's just it all compounds on top of itself that leads to the guy's death. You know, it's like, cause it's, it's, you know, like, it's almost like a, like a, a mishmash of mob mentality, yeah. so to speak, I guess. So should people trust us and watch clickbait? That is an excellent question. We did kind of give away some big stuff, although we didn't give away the biggest thing as, uh, who is responsible for it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we've still got some of their trust. We haven't totally spoiled <laughs> it. Yes. I think you should trust us and I think you should watch it because mm-hmm. I don't usually binge that much in one sitting. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. I also like that it was a mini series. So you just watch the eight episodes and you, then you're done, right? Like you go into this world yep. for eight episodes. Uh, you mentioned previously like the haunting of Hill house. Right. So you just watch this fractured family dealing with like PTSD from a haunted house. And then uh, I think was that I think was 10 episodes and then you're done. Right. I like those kind of like little mini series where like I don't mind like when obviously shows kind of keep going. There's like season three, season four, season five, whatever. But it's also just nice to kind of just do a mini series, get involved in something (laughs) and then just leave. And that clickbait is perfect for that. Like it's a fun eight episodes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, we, I don't know. I think you and I have had this conversation at some point where we're talking about why is it easier to watch a TV show than it is to watch a movie. I'm like, I could sit through four episodes of a TV show, which is like three plus hours. But for some reason, I don't want to turn a movie that's an hour and a half mm-hmm. um, because it feels like a longer investment. Well, it's the, it's the idea of like, you know, it's, it's why the concept of Queeby like could have worked and why people thought that it would work. It's because you're getting stuff in like bite-sized pieces, stuff that you feel is manageable that contributes to something overarching in the end. And that's why like what you're talking about, like why they're so great miniseries like these are, or I'm sorry, we don't call them miniseries anymore because that's the old school term. And we live in a new golden age of television and they're called limited series. Oh, um, sure. The, the, I think, I think the reason that so many people like thought like it works is because it's the same thing. It's like, I'm not having to invest in five years of a TV show. I'm having to invest in eight episodes of a TV show Mm -hmm. and I can watch it in pieces. I don't have to sit and binge watch the entire thing in one sitting as I have done. Um, (laughs) But there, you know, there's lots of things that I can spend a few days going through and I binged it. And then when it's done, it's done. You know, and I know, and I can finish my investment in that and move on to something else. So, yeah, I did it from a Friday to a Sunday. I kind of spread it out the episodes, but it was kind of like a nice tight, <laughs> like, because that way you also let it breathe a little bit, and you're like, I wonder who's behind it. I like, and then as more clues come out, I'm like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. That's why I kept turning because you get to the end, I'm like, oh, nobody you know what happens next. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, no, but I, you know, it's funny. I'm like, I, I always kind of, I mentally laugh sometimes when I see these binge shows that actually have cliffhangers at the end of an episode. I'm like, okay, it's not really a cliffhanger because the ep- next episode starts in like two seconds. But then I remember things like binge watching this entire thing in one night go, that's why they have cliffhangers so that you will start the next one. Cause you want to know what happens mm-hmm. and then the next one. And then the next one, you know, it's like, that's how they suck you into all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it may not be a three month long cliffhanger, but it's still something that's going to drive you crazy until you watch the next one. And what clickbait did as well, that was really effective. And each episode is named after the character, but they did each episode from a perspective of a different character. So there's like uh, one episode is the wife. One is, yes. one is the, the brother, uh, like one is the mistress, like all these different episodes, uh, the son. So, you get uh, to see from the, how the story unfolds, but from er- each person's di- yeah. like different perspective, and you also get a bit of background because again, like what we're saying with clickbait is like any TV show and in in life too, you meet somebody, and then you make an impression of that person from like instantly, just seconds yeah. is all it takes, and you could be right and you could be wrong about that impression, and sometimes those impressions never change. You're like, I don't like that person, I want to punch him in the face, right? Like that's how you go through life, yeah, but. Um, once once they kind of did these longer episodes and like from the perspective of like the reporter or from the wife or whatever it may be, then you start to see you're like, all right, mm-hmm. so then you have to kind of adjust then your perspective of who this person is. I refresh my memory. Was it, wasn't the title of the episode? Wasn't that the actual title of the episode? Like yeah. the sister, the, the, the wife, the, the wife. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that's because that's okay, how that's, that's why because that's how we view them, right? Like, that's why I said, like, mm-hmm. the wife. I know her name is Sophie Brewer as the character. But, like, you know, yeah. from our perspective watching this whole thing, she's just the wife, right? She doesn't have – again, this is a social media thing where, like, she doesn't have a value as a mom, as a, mm-hmm. a woman, as a black woman. None of these things. She's just the wife, right? And so, like, there's lots of wives on TV and social media, on YouTube, right? In life, there's wives everywhere. But in this case, she's just the wife, right? And then in this case, he's just the son, and in this case, he's just a victim. Because they're, because they're, well, because they're inconsequential. Well, not the victim per se, but they're inconsequential. They're side stories. Yeah. They're, the, they're, they're, no, they're side characters. Mm-hmm. They're side characters to this drama that people are a part of. So, you know, it's like, you know, I don't know if you're, you know, paying attention in the news right now, this whole Gabby Petito thing, um, girl who disappeared and her, she was on a camp, she was on a cross country trip all summer with her boyfriend. And then she like stopped responding at the end of August. And all of a sudden he shows up like thousands of miles away back home at his parents' house in Florida without her Mm-mm. and no one can find her. And he won't talk. It's like a whole thing. Mm-mm. And, but what's that? And like, he obviously I'm did hearing, it then. You, well, but now he's missing. Mm-mm. So, right. 
But the thing is, is like, you're not really thinking about her parents and what they're going through. They're just the parents. Yeah. You know, they're just the parents. It's like, you want to know what's going on with him and her because you think maybe, did he do it? Maybe he did it. We think he did it. You know, why is he missing? Is he, you know, did he run away and something bad happened? Or did he, you know, like what a lot of people might think is like, did he like disappear and go kill himself because maybe he's responsible for her death. It's like you want to, everybody wants to know these, they're wrapped up in the drama of these two people and they're, they're forgetting like, okay, she's got parents and a sister and all that. And they've just gotten news that she's gone. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, but they're just this, you know, you're, and that's what was interesting in clickbait. It's like, yeah, it was just the mother. It was just the kids, but they're, it, they're, there are, you know, they're, you know, they have to live, they have to live with this. They have, you know, the, this is their life that they now have to live with, um, the loss of whatever. And, um, and, but nobody, but they're just, they're so outside that nobody even really thinks about them that even though it's going, even though it's going on. Mm-hmm. So which is I find the, that, I find that. Yeah. That's yeah. a lack of empathy too. Right. Or like, you know, if, it, it's not just like the the wife um and and the son or whatever like that's like if it's your dad like you have empathy like you you could put yourself in that position where like oh my gosh if i was that was my dad or that was my my wife or whatever like i would feel bad like but that's gone because it's like again it's just because it's presented us in that social media setting you start like rooting for like <laughs> the dude like let's get it to five million yeah, that's all that matters to people. They just, they're just, and and um, for some people, they're probably excited about it because they be part of the drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we we actually ended up talking about clickbait for a whole hour, so we probably should <laughs> shut it down. Uh, but yeah, so do check it out. Uh, you don't have to take our word for it. You have Netflix yourself. You can check it out uh, and see if uh, you agree with us. Um, it's, um, it's an Australian American production too. Uh, so we don't usually get a lot of those, uh, but Netflix is really good at getting those international kind of flavor, uh, shows. Um, and so yeah, clickbait is now on Netflix. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us on uh, this episode of my summer layer space station oddity. I've been Sammy. Mm -hmm. I have been Stephanie. You don't have like a super long press of. No, because as soon as we get off, I'm going to go listen to some Linkin Park music that I can't turn on, you know, because that's what my whole life is about. I'm just saying. All right. On that note. That's then... where we started and that's where we're going. All right. We've end, gone full circle. Nothing, nothing really matters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, right. we have reached the in the end. Right. So uh, I was a little bit. That's worried. right. But uh, thank you for hanging out. <laughs> Peace out. Have a good one. Peace out, everyone.